everyone to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. And as you hopefully know, and if not, we will tell you, we record little stories, little conversations as we do some jetting around in our automobile. Mm-hmm. Our and, mobile studio. Right. As and I like to call it. Colleen drives, I hold the recording device and say silly things. Yep. Now and then. Yep. So, I want to tell the story. I don't think I've told this. Anyway, I want to tell the story about how I did my first stand-up comedy routine. Hmm. Okay. And every every once in a while, I say funny things and people laugh. Not all the time, but... And so... I started to record little funny bits here and there. And when you record something funny, you have time to write it, you have time to record it, time to edit it. So there's a lot of work that you can fix things that maybe aren't funny and you make it funnier. So that was the way it was. And then I was contacted by... Uh, a guy who was in a Disney podcasting group. And so he said, look, why don't you do, I can't remember, it was 10, 15 minutes, probably 10 minutes, for this Disney podcasting banquet back years ago. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I don't think the restaurant, it was at the Jolly Roger across the street from Disneyland. I don't know that the Jolly Roger still exists. Pretty sure it does not. Yeah. And I thought it was not across from Disneyland. Wasn't it over um, close well, to the airport-ish? No, no, no. Nope. Oh, we're talking across about... Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yep. You're right. And I'm pretty sure it does not exist anymore. Yeah. I think the hotel was remodeled and it's now actually a pizza press and something else is where the restaurant yeah, is. Yeah, there's definitely I do been recall a lot of now. reworking yes. of the area around Disneyland yeah. Yeah. and so uh, that that old place is gone. Yeah. So I started to work on the material for the stand-up routine and so I I decided I said I'm going to make it like a blog post because people like lists. Yeah. So there was two basic Ideas I was working on. There was one about uh, a bit uh, or a story about a, a woman that turned out to be Britney Spears with her child at Disneyland screaming uh, like a car alarm. Oh. Mom, 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 mom. And then the, the, the funny twist at the end, it would have been Britney Spears. And so I, I got that down... And then I also made a list of movies you wish Disney would make. And so I figured both of those or either of those would be pretty funny. And then as a backup, I recorded some audio things with video clips that could be played. And mm-hmm. I figured if if the stand-up stuff really went south, we'd just play something <laughs> So I had, like, backups just in case something went really wrong. And a good friend of mine 
knew a friend that was in this comedy um, little class that he took. And so I went over to her house, um, this friend of my friend, and I pitched and I, I did the the jokes. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, she said, really funny, act out more and just give it more. Because I was kind of holding back. She said, don't hold back. Just give it all. She goes, and you're going to be fine. So I felt really good about that. And my friend who attended the banquet, he he caught me right as right before we walked in and sat down and everything. And he said, here's what I want you to do. This is really important. He said, if you hear people laughing, he says, stop talking. Because when you're nervous, you're just going to keep rolling through all the material. But if you hear laughing, that's why you're here. And he said, so just stop, wait. And when the, the laughing starts to drop, he said, then start talking again. And I'll never forget, it happened twice. And I was kind of shocked it happened at all. <laughs> and what was what was really interesting is when I surveyed the room, I saw a lot of parents with kids. Yeah. And so I felt like I would get skewered if I would done the stroller story that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And so I switched it out to the list. And the list did well. Like I said, two laughs and, and, and all that. And um, But it was, it was a very interesting process. And it is a process because the, you, the way you need to list out jokes is like you're building. You're building something. Mm-hmm. And... Even if it's Jerry Seinfeld or anything, all these great comedians, before they go out on tour, they have to build their set. And so they'll go to some little club and they'll try stuff out and they will bomb because they're building it and it's, right. it's not solid yet. And so they've got to kind of tweak the jokes a little bit, tweak the placement of it. And that's what I had to do because in my mind and then I try it on my friend and I, you can you can tell when you're when you're giving the jokes to somebody else what works and what doesn't and right. it was really a magical moment because there's nothing well there's probably a few things but the most scariest thing you can do is speak in public in front of a bunch of people that's true and Whatever it is, if it's a, uh, a sermon or a speech or a comedy routine, it is <laughs> it is hard. So uh, I to make it a little easier, I crafted this um, persona, and I did the New York accent, and I bought a New York, I think. Mets hat or anyway one of the two baseball teams I bought a New York hat and I put it on so they knew who you know this and that and it was funny because that made it easier because it wasn't me it was this character so it's kind of like Borat or anything like that but that made it easier for me and it was really 
was really something. Uh, and then once, once it was done, uh, my friend kind of reached over and leaned over and said, if you need to step outside and take a moment to drink all this in, do it. And at that point I just said, no, I'm, I'm okay. I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And, um, you know, I've, I haven't done it since. I mean, certainly there's <laughs> times I'm in front of a bunch of people and I say something silly or mm-hmm. funny, but I haven't done that again. You haven't performed a stand-up routine? No, no. And I really thought about, you know, kind of working and getting, you know, two-minute, five-minute set and signing up for open mic night and trying it again, but... I have not. So, but it was, um, another thing was I knew the audience and that's, what's hard about going to a comedy club. You don't know who these people are. Correct. You don't know what their likes and dislikes are. Sure. And you know, that's why you need to go with things more general, like newsworthy topics, entertainment topics, that kind of thing that you figure is going to hit or, in action or activity that people are really, they understand. When you start mm-hmm. talking about getting old, being single, being married, whatever, the, those are going to cut through with everybody. And so, but it was, I knew the audience and I knew, you know, it's interesting when you listen to a Disney podcast or any kind of podcast and you start to kind of follow the people that listen to them and you can read their comments you start to kind of learn where the comedy should fall and I knew all that going into it and so it was really it was fun it was scary but it was uh it was a lot of fun there's a there's a recording of that somewhere and yeah I don't know somebody sure somebody did a video or something somewhere but anyway, that was my uh, stand-up comedy routine story, and uh, that's it. So, listeners, have you ever done anything like that where you've really stepped out beyond your comfort zone? Have you done a comedy routine or a presentation at work or some type of speech or something like that? Let us know. You can send us an email at feedback at ridealongpod.com and um, let us know. And as we say, it's always better to ride along with friends and we thank you so much for riding along with us. And um, boy, I'm glad you're not in this Costco gas line. (laughs) And, uh, And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. 